not if you ask me pinpoint a question i can answer uh, this is uh this is the basically the whole story so do you so it started from 16 december 2016 and it went on for a year right from knowing the symptoms to getting cured to coming into remission uh could you tell me the stage of the cancer stage 2 stage 2 I was so quite lucky uh, that it was still localized. It hadn't spread. Yeah. So apparently, stage six is the most uh, lethal. All right. Did you opt for any alternative treatment? No, actually, I was very happy with. Uh, so the thing is that uh, when my GP told me to get all my tests done, and when uh, or to know that I have cancer, so he referred me to one on colleges who was based out of. this hospital in borivli called as karuna okay ha uh, uh-huh. so but i wasn't too happy with my first chemo cycle because i wasn't convinced with the doctor and the uh, hospital as such with the kind of treatment i was getting so mm-hmm. then uh, through some people i inquired and i got to know another oncologist in bilavati called as bk smriti so when i met her and with her treatment it was quite Okay, and it was quite like I was quite convinced, so I really didn't think about an alternate therapy. Uh, if you could say uh, about your overall experience with doctor and hospital during this treatment, so I wasn't happy at all with the Corona uh, leg of it because uh, they just put me in ICU for about three four days. I saying that so actually what had happened was that. Uh, Then I got my biopsy done. That time my face also started swelling because obviously the blood uh, circulation wasn't proper because the blood was getting blocked of the because of the tumor. So instead of actually just telling me what should be the diagnosis, they just put me in the ICU along with my chemotherapy happening for for three four days in my first cycle. I didn't know what's happening with me and no one was telling me anything. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really convinced with the doctor. So then after that cycle was over, I went to Leela Vati and I. Uh, So uh, the thing I uh, <clears throat> had a chat with uh, B K Smriti was my second doctor, and with her it was quite convincing. As she made a complete chart as to this will be your second cycle, this will be your third cycle, this is what we are doing, this is what you should eat, this is what you shouldn't eat. So it was quite convincing that way. And Leela Vati was a very good hospital. Yeah. They took care of me very well. Okay. Uh, so Karuna wasn't good at all, and Leela Vati was really good. Okay, that is great. And uh, any specific diet that you followed during the treatment? Yeah, so I used to have a dietitian who used to uh, be with me. She used to give me a diet when the chemo was happening. Like uh, obviously no fried stuff and uh, more home cooked food. And sometimes they used to offer me like sandwiches also and stuff. So there was a diet. Because I had to maintain my weight at that point in time. So it was like I had to gain weight because I'd lost so much weight. So they put me on a diet where uh, it sort of would work towards that. So I used to have a dietitian who used to come to me every day and uh, then suggest what I should be eating for that day or not during the treatment. And they used to tell me in the two weeks interval also what I should eat. All right. Um. I think that sort of happens with every cancer patient. It depends. It varies from hospital to hospital. Like Gilavati is very, ah, uh, uh, that way they're very methodical. They'll not only invest uh, in a 
doctor doctor way they will also invest in a way that they take care of you holistically right and you have got options to got your own say in these things yeah 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 so they it was almost like she used to come with me uh, come to me with options like you can either have this 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 so you decide what you want to eat because she knew my case history and uh, obviously they would have thought through it that all this can work for me and this can't work for me so that was good in corona to i was just given food to eat and i was in such a state that i couldn't eat also because imagine you've been in the icu for 3 4 days and no one telling you what's happening your face is swollen just quite bad Uh, can you tell me about your lifestyle before you have been diagnosed with cancer? Yeah, it was quite erratic. Uh, I am in advertising, or rather, I was in advertising. So I used to have a lot of late nights, and I was a big smoker, and uh, it was it was quite erratic. And how about uh, how? sleeping at about two or three in the morning and getting up at whatever eight or nine to go to work? Work was also quite hectic. I used to smoke about twenty-five, thirty cigarettes a day. And ha- now, do you smoke? Uh, for a little time after cancer, I did, but now it's been some time I haven't. Okay, that is great. So, as in, like you can say that uh, socially, I do it, like maybe if I'm drinking or something like that, but not uh, very regularly. No, I mean nowhere close to what I used to. Obviously, for one year after cancer, I didn't. But then after that, socially I started. But I've been since two two and a half months. I've been at home only because of the lockdown, so I haven't been smoking at all. Okay. But smoking is a weakness. I must admit. Any small details that you wish to add, like. <laughs> that happened during your treatment in the hospital that you remember i'm sorry can any, you come again any small incidents that you remember that that will matter like little things like during your treatment uh any special moment? like uh, in leelawati uh, it was very comfortable like those six days uh, so the thing was that uh, Why was I admitted for six days? Because I used to be on uh, drips, and each drip used to be for about thirty-six hours. So I used to just lie on the bed, and then between drips, when they used to give me time to just go out into the corridor, have one or two walks, and come back. Uh, but uh, at the same time, because to counter the chemo medicines, they used to give me insulin or whatever I needed, so that I didn't get those pains. But at home, those two weeks used to be tough. But the way I went through it is that uh, all this was happening for my own good only. So I should just do it. Tough in the sense like used to I used to get uh, stomach aches, I used to get constipation. Suddenly I used to start uh, feeling very low. Uh, obviously there was no hair, and then whenever I saw myself in the mirror, I used to feel sorry. But to counter that, what I started doing was I started wearing a cap. I used to wear glasses all the time because I'd lost my. Uh, eyelashes also eyebrows also and uh, i used to read a lot on survivors uh, at that point in time also i used to just google cancer survivors and i used to read about them and that used to motivate me that really helped you yeah that yeah
if you read so basically what i understood was that if you're going through something and if you see other people have gone through that and they've successfully countered it or overcome it and now they're doing uh, they've got back to their routine life like it was pre cancer that was very motivating actually like if they can do it you do so i mean obviously the doctor used to tell you that everything would be fine but this motivation was also really good and plus when i was getting treated at this ngo uh, would uh, approach me so they are tied up with leelavati college vk that's volunteer care in fact i'm also a volunteer for them now uh, so they came and they spoke to me they gave me the literature i read about them so they also spoke to me in the sense that what one should be doing along with cancer and stuff like that how to cope with cancer and then uh, post that i started working with them i used to develop their communication and uh, the goal of maybe at some point i can also start counseling patients i can go to hospitals and help out so let's see how that goes all right and in so the leelavati experience was pretty good just those two weeks at home used to be uh, a little tough because that time i didn't have any doctors or nurses but yeah the bigger goal was to just overcome the cancer and to do my chemo properly So that used to motivate me, and I would honestly urge any cancer patient, like when they between their chemo's or when they know that they're going through it, now they shouldn't lose hope and they should try and actually see stories of people who've gone through this because that will really motivate them. Right, and if they are strong, then obviously the caregivers automatically get their strength because finally it comes down to you, the person who's going through it. but they have to be strong because the people who are involved with you your caregivers you need to think about them also because like so for them also it's really tough yeah mm. did you have any major problem during your treatment Yeah, because I went to one of the best oncologists and uh, one of the best hospitals. I mean, all of Bombay knows how good Leelavati is. Yeah. So, is there anything or anyone in particular that helped you in your recovery? My parents, my sister, uh, my sort of girlfriend at that point in time. Everyone was there. I mean, they all. Uh, like they just kept their routine life on hold and they were all there to take care of me so that was very motivating and i also thought that if so many people are looking after me then i should also give them the courage to go through this and i used to try and remain positive as much as i could right uh if you could if you could explain uh how was your result of cancer experience sorry how has your life changed as a result of cancer experience so yeah it has in a sense that uh, now i start 
like earlier if i may i was very arrogant in terms of my work and with people and i used to not really care too much uh, i used uh, i mean i wouldn't say bad attitude but i just had this attitude and people often found me rude and stuff so that is something that i worked on and i, I consciously try and be nice to people and be a little more empathetic and i value my own life more because if you don't value your life others don't value your life either so like i make i try to make every moment count and now i've always wanted to be in writing advertising was more of a default profession for me so now i've quit advertising and i've started writing so that makes me happy what i've certainly understood is that life is now it's not like you can't delay plans if you understand you can't be like kal mein ye karunga parso mein ye karunga jo karna hai wo abhi karna hai because life becomes very uncertain very you understood that no very yeah, yeah so everything that i thought i would do so whatever i can i started doing that success uh, failure is immaterial but at least i'm trying so Did you have any role model during your treatment, or anyone that inspired? No, no, no one in particular. Because I used to just read random stories of people, and everyone that I read about, be it in India, be it anywhere in the world, were all role models. Not anyone I was particularly looking up to. Okay. Obviously, my parents and my people who were with me that time, they were like big helpers, sort of role models only. Because I knew that I have to come out of this for them. Right. So, do you have any message for caregivers or cancer patients? Message. Yeah. Ha. Huh, so, uh, like I mentioned, uh, if you read that patient engaged article, also that I've written, I'd uh, I'd concluded that article with the fact that if you have the will to succeed, failing is never an option. So that's a message that. I would like to. I would like you to capture in this article also. If you have the will to succeed, failing is never an option. Okay, that is really. It might. Yeah. So, it's it's very true. Like you know, I don't know. I mean, I how can I explain it to you? But when you're going through that, na, so everything that uh, the amount of positivity you try to bring in yourself, na, it helps even more. And that is what I've realized in life also. So like. I wouldn't say cancer has been a blessing, but it it's taught me how to be positive in life and how not to defer decisions. If you feel strongly about something, you should do it. Okay. Hello. Yeah. But you can take that uh, message as if you have the will to succeed, failing is never an option. That's all. Uh. When I do you remember and. Any act of kindness that you will never forget during your whole journey? Any act of kindness? What? Sorry. An, an act of kindness you will never forget. Uh, an act of kindness that I've done or that I've got. Anything. So it depends on you. Have you done that you don't want to forget that is there with you always, or that you have got? Caught in the sense that uh, uh, nothing very exceptional. Like everyone was taking care of me, so they were very kind. 
but uh, an act of ki- not exactly an act of kindness but uh, you can you can uh, put it in that category so what that happened was that uh, i think in my third cycle or fourth cycle so uh, uh, i used to get admitted every monday morning so uh, my doctor used to come check me up and then after that she used to meet me the next day but this time uh, so she checked me and about after two hours she came by and she told me that can we just talk so that time i was on the trip so i went and asked her that what's happening what happened so she like there's this one 15 year old kid he also has cancer he was in the next ward so and he's highly depressed because he can't see his friends he can't give his exams so if you can speak to him mm-hmm. so i tried speaking to him i told him that how he should be a fighter you know and after 3 days i actually saw him socializing with people outside and it wasn't like he was sitting to himself so in that way i sort of feel that i motivated him to fight this disease and i hope he's doing well now so that was one thing which i clearly remember during my treatment and even the doctor was very happy that is really sweet man and like for a kid it becomes really crazy like you 15 and you have cancer and you can't give your board exams you can't meet your friends you've lost all your hair your things to me it happened when i was 33 so i was mature enough to handle it but imagine a 15 year old kid right so that, that seemed nice that's it otherwise like i've started doing a lot of charity stuff after cancer like on christmas on uh, on any festival when i can i go give food to street urchins and all that which i used to not do pre-cancer but it's not like i'm doing it as a random act of kindness i just believe so so that's why i do it so what's your most important learning from this journey most important learning is that your time is now and everything that you should do is now you can you shouldn't defer things if you feel strongly about anything do it now because you don't know life is not certain yeah your life is right now your life not, might not be tomorrow right so just not don't delay anything like if you feel strongly about anything just do it pranay do you want to say anything else that you want to uh, want that thing to be added on a blog no this uh, that quote which i told you that uh, if you have the will to succeed failing is not an option and second you must tell people that uh, if you're going through cancer or, the, or if you were to have one more learning from cancer that your time is now life is highly uncertain so whatever you want to do you should do it now irrespective of failure or success so at least you won't have that regret that you didn't do it so Really otherwise like in detail you can always see that story at written and you can take whatever you feel is uh, worth taking from there if you want i'll uh, i'll share that story with you on this number also. yes man that will be really nice to share that with me and yeah and i really appreciate you narrating me this whole journey again are no problem yaar. i'm more than happy to give my story as much i mean till the time it can help people right Uh, where, where all are you active on social media? I'm active on Facebook. I've recently, because of my writing, I've uh, activated Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, are you not there on Instagram? No, not on Instagram. I'm not much of a social media person here, right? Yeah. I'm actually on social media because I uh, need to promote my writing work. That's about it. Okay. So, 
apart from this thing instagram is a good platform so most active i'm on facebook and then twitter and linkedin apart from this uh, one thing i would suggest you is that instagram yeah. is a very good platform where you can promote your writing there are many writers but i don't know whether i can professionally promote myself there you can have like a- i am a writer i am a sports writer so i don't know whether instagram is a platform where i can promote my writing work because i don't uh, inorganically promote myself everything that happens is organic only i don't pay anyone to promote me so twitter linkedin and facebook actually do help so i'm not sure about instagram just have- and obviously whatsapp yeah just have a look at that if you get time because yeah, so writing in instagram and that's about it so one more thing uh, are you comfortable sharing your picture with us it's yeah so actually it's there in that patient age article also you can use that or share a latest one okay it's not a problem great should i uh, whatsapp the article and the picture to you on this number is that okay yes that will be really great okay i'll do that and uh, so this you would be covering on uh, this website called as uh, we have a blog I will share uh, the link with you. Yeah, just share that link with me now because then I can also share it with people. Great. So if you are connected okay. with the patients or caregivers, it would be really great if you can... Sorry, sorry. Can you... If you are connected with other patients or caregivers, it would be really great if you can get us connected. So, uh, uh, so I work with this NGO, but uh, because of the lockdown, I haven't been really active with them. Mm-hmm. uh i can always speak to them in terms of because they'll have a they have a big patient ka database because they are associated with tata memorial hospital okay so uh, if they can help you or i can also give you their number and you can speak to them directly the trustee's name is uh, vandana gupta telbi nice so i can message you a number so you can speak so that is we care right their volunteer care okay i'll ask my team about this yeah. so they they very actively associated with tata memorial hospital so basically to give you a sort of a background they do everything in terms of counseling patients patients who can't afford treatment to come from outstation they help them with treatments they raise funds for that they raise funds for accommodating them giving them food then doing follow ups with them like whatever the doctors told them all those medicines they're getting they're taking mm. so it's complete holistic care that they do and what i do for them is whatever i can do for them to promote them on social media is what i do okay because i'm essentially a communications guy so if i were to like uh, if they want to do some post or if they want to talk about something or if they want to do an article so all that i help them with okay Uh, all right is that fine with you if we share your story on our social media sorry is that fine with you if we share your story on our social media yeah yeah please uh, more the merrier here i'm always help people please uh, but just just request you whatever you share now just share that with me first yes sure yes. so we are yes. to share the blog link on social media Uh, so you share the blog link with me first let me just read it once and then you can share it That's on social media okay to be 
before i publish it i will share it with you yeah so and uh, one more thing uh, yeah look photo can you send me the link you're cracking you sorry you're cracking okay along with your now am i audible yeah now it's better tell me along with the photos can you send me the links of social media platforms where all you are active yeah okay great uh, and uh, may i know when is your birthday so late as in you want me to send you my facebook uh, this thing profile link yeah facebook linkedin and twitter okay okay well and uh, may i know when is your birthday 29 jan 29 jan okay Yeah, you'll get all those details on that patient engaged article because that's a very in-depth article, and it has my photo also. But I'll send you a latest photo because that was two years back. Okay, so please send me the patient. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. So what I'll do is I'll send you a latest photo. I'll send you my social media handles as well as I'll send you the patient engaged article. That is, you can use anything you want from that article because that's been written by me. So I have absolutely no problem. That is really sweet of you. Yeah, that's a very in-depth article and. Pin pointed questions I was asked and I've answered them. You get a lot of stuff from there and whatever I've spoken to you, you can take anything from there too. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just that now professionally I'm not in advertising. I'm a writer, so you would you might want to change that when you quote me professionally. Okay. So, All right. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? No, nothing as such of now. So if you think that uh, you want to add something in particular that you remember later on. You can just always call me or text me. Sure, man. Sure. Let me talk about like the sure. help with help with that fifteen year old guy. Yeah, that's not there in the listing, but you can always write that also. We are going to. Yeah, it's, so I'm, yeah. If you remember something of that sort of thing during my treatment, that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, these these random acts of kindness of helping poor uh, people and all, I do that. But I want to increase the thing that everyone does, so it's not like I'm doing anything special. Right. Try. Yeah. We appreciate you for sharing your story and yeah. Are you no problem? So all the best to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.